I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. segment of the Steelers Blitz here on a Monday on SNR. You guys know the drill. If you rock and roll with us regularly on Mondays, we are most commonly joined by one-third of the Migos. He is our Migo, both on the show and in real life, Mr. Chris Carter. Of course, he's here, folks. He's there. He's everywhere. If you're a Steelers junkie, you're familiar with his work, the Locked On Steelers podcast, Steelers Now. He was up late last night on WPXI doing the television as well, too. He's a regular here on SNR and on the Steelers Blitz. CC, what's up, cousin? How we doing? What's up, fellas? It's good to be back with the Migos in full effect. Mama! It absolutely is. It's always great when we all when we all get together, Chris. We appreciate your time as always. The insight. Uh, we know you are a busy man, so let's hop right into it here. Uh, Motsi and I earlier in the show, you know, because we were on vacation last week, so we are kind of catching up. And it's still the off season. It's not like there's a ton of news noteworthy things going on. But obviously, there was a massive one last week, and the announcement that. You know, we all knew was was likely coming as, as the Heinz Field contracts had run out with the Steelers. 20 years, Heinz uh, Field, the, the presenting naming sponsor of, of, of Heinz Field, of where the Steelers played uh, their games, where the University of Pittsburgh plays as well, too, where the Whitfield Championships are held. A lot happens there, of course, you know, not to mention some, some pretty big concerts in the summertime as well, too. 20 years of Heinz Field now... That relationship, at least from a name sponsorship standpoint, has ended. It's going to be Acrisure Stadium. You know, Motes and I, we both said we kind of liked how we got to absorb some of the emotion of the past week and, and, and think through all this and let it play out a little bit before we got our turn to discuss. Uh, CeCe, where are you at? You know, now that there's been some time, is this still something worth getting fired up about? Is it, you know, is it... Uh, good for the Steelers, but sad that it feels like you're losing a piece of that Pittsburgh history and soul. Just give me kind of your, you know, your initial off the top reaction here um, that it is no longer Heinz field. And, and now will be Acrisure stadium. Well, first and foremost, this absolutely is good for the Steelers. I mean, they, they made what 
$10 million a year for 15 years. That's the new contract. They were making less than three over 20 years, you know, with, with, with Heinz as, as, as the, the naming rights sponsor. And listen, I get it. People recognize Heinz. It's tied to Pittsburgh. It's a national brand that everyone says, oh, yeah, that, that, that comes from Pittsburgh. There's a, there's a sense of pride in that. I get that from Steelers fans. But as Mr. Rooney was talking about in the pre- opening press conference on last Tuesday, uh, which I was at, you know, this allows the Steelers to be more competitive in, in different markets. You know, them getting this kind of money, you know, they already pull, pull money to, tr- to try and to you know, renovate, renovate the stadium, improve the stadium and improve different features that help the fans. Now they're going to be able to do a lot more for that. And with the leasing right, uh, with the leasing of the, the lease of the property uh, be, being up in eight years and them having to work that out again. That's going to be a major factor in this, too, because now the Steelers are going to have more money at their disposal to kind of figure out what their next plan will be, whether it's to stay at Acreshore Stadium for a lot longer of a time or if it's to say, hey, we're going to start a new project and stay on the North Shore. Because that's, I think it's one of the biggest things. They want to stay in the city. They want to stay in the North Shore. Yeah. They don't want to have to go up to Monroeville or Cranberry or places like that. And they're working very hard to do that. So Steelers fans, I know you might be upset about the, the name Heinz Field being gone and the sign's going to come down at some point and you don't know what Acreshore, Acreshore as a company is, but understand that this deal is now gives the Steelers the 11th highest rate of a, a per year rate of all NFL naming right contracts for NFL stadiums. That I think is huge for the Steelers. And what's really interesting about this guys is that when you look at most of those ones that are above them, the, the, the top 10, they're all brand new stadiums, stadiums that have been made within the last five, eight years. And so like SoFi stadium, exactly. Yeah. They paid it. They paid a ton of money to get their name on a brand new stadium. There haven't been too many deals where you get, you have the second naming rights deal and 20 years into the existence of a stadium that you get a, a contract this lucrative or a deal this lucrative. I think the Steelers won big there as far as the money side and fans. I understand you're a little upset about it, but trust me, you'll get over it once they win a, win a few big games at this new, at this new name stadium. Now, I like the fact that we always end it with the once we win because we know <laughs> winning cures all. But we also know that we haven't always won. And we True. know that we're going through a major transition. So I do think that it doesn't make it as smooth as we would have necessarily liked it to be. But um, my question to you was this, man. I know the money part is very lucrative for the Steelers, right? The 10 mil per year, we get that. But the local feel, I mean, isn't that something that we think they should have, you know, put a little bit more effort into or a little bit more thought process into? Or do you think that the local vibe really doesn't matter because the money is so nice? I really think it was a mix of it did matter. And I think what what happened was Acushur just came with so much money that none of the local companies were able to compete. Like, like even Mr. Rooney, he said, hey, listen, we didn't close the door on anybody. We didn't say no to lo- any local businesses or, you know, and, and corporations that wanted to put their name up on something. I get the impression it was like, you know, the next highest offer might have been around five or six million dollars per year and that would have been great compared to their old rate but when a company comes in like this and offering this kind of money you don't turn down that opportunity oh chris hometown discount what are we talking <laughs> about here man <laughs> listen does that only get, pop of players does that I get only the, pop of players I'm i get just asking. The, i get i'm gonna reach through this but this is microphone um but no moats I, I i get that hometown discount and the hometown feel is awesome but but you know what also feels awesome them mm-hmm. being in the north shore it's not that the steelers are going to oh, yeah, move cities but 
there is a possibility that if you know they they don't make it they, they, they don't you know have enough money to kind of keep the deals going that whenever the Rooney's because this also I think this was one of the more underlying things here that people I know where talk you're about going enough. here and you're absolutely right mm-hmm. Mr. Rooney said listen I don't know when that next year or I don't know if I'll be around for when that next deal will be and he said I hope a yep. Rooney is the person making the decision there is a chance that made that my in, ears in the, yes, right yes. there's a chance that in the in, in the very near future no closer than Steelers fans want to think that Mr. Rooney has to step down because he's just, you know, he's, he's aged out, out, of, out of the job and there's no heir in the Rooney family that's, that's ready to take that spot as team president. And then there's people calling the shots who maybe aren't as tied to the city of Pittsburgh and aren't as tied Ooh. to keeping things central in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And then you're going to, you, you, you'd be mad. Like, well, we have Permanent, we had Permanent stadium for like, t- for like 15 years, but then, you know, but they now they moved out of the city, and now it takes you have to go all the way north or all the way east, or all the way south. Mm-hmm. But Hinesfield, where it's at right now, excuse me, Acrishore Stadium. I'm getting a little passionate here. Um, <laughs> but Acrishore Stadium, where it is right now, is central for everybody. The North Shore is right is right next to downtown. If you're coming from the North Hills, you got it. You coming from the South Hills, you got it. You come from the East End, Monroeville, all the places out that way, you got it. You come from the West End, you got it. It's a great location, a location. And, mm-hmm. and, and and it gives you a great view of the city, and you get the Pittsburgh feel from that. That I think is more important to the identity of that arena and this mm-hmm. this organization than just tying it to a ketchup company. That's you know what that's hard to argue with. That's well said. I love the passion. I tell you what though, a couple things. Why they got to be a ketchup company though, man? Don't don't you downplay Heinz as a ketchup company? They hey, listen, I, too, as, a, as a ketchup man. consumer, I love me some Heinz. <laughs> what you talking about? Don't no, I, I ain't downplaying it, but I'm just saying they, that's, that's what they're known box. for. Don't you put them in a box? <laughs> hey, they also make mustard and relish and mayonnaise and yes, barbecue yes, sauce. They're a condiment company. <laughs> condiment company. <laughs> Be careful. You make sure you pronounce that one fully because you might get tripped up with some condiment company. Uh, You know what? I'm glad you brought that up because when Mr. Rooney said that too, that was, I think, some real transparency as to, look, I know Steelers fans, you know, Moats and I talked about this a little bit. All people in general, Chris, the entire human population, the entire American population is hesitant to change, to embrace yep. change for, for, for the large part, there's exceptions, but, but for the, for the majority, man, I tell you what, if we lose Roethlisberger, we lose Heinz field and we lose the Roonies. Oh my goodness. This city there, there might be chaos in the tunnels before it's all said and done. I, I do think that that's an astute point by you though, because we see that more and more that these teams don't necessarily play in their city. They play close suburbs. They play in the Mm -hmm. the Buffalo Bills play in the suburbs. The Giants and the Jets play across the river in a different state. The, 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 uh, what are they called now? The Washington Commanders play in the suburbs, right? The Mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboys play in the suburbs. Yep. Um, you know, to, to be in a city like Pittsburgh, um, to, you know, I, I think there's, you know, Philadelphia has done a good job of this too, with locating their stadium park in the city. I think you're right. That means a lot to the identity. It means a lot to the population. It means a lot. I think just to that community feel of where the stadium is located, you know, even the Niners now, right. in Santa Clara, I mean, the examples go on and on as much as selfishly, I would love it if the Steelers moved to Cranberry, cause then they'd be five minutes down the road for <laughs> me. You 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 want you want them to stay there on the North Shore in that building and have the money to do the renovations and pay the lease and all those different things. I think 
when you remove some of the emotion from it, that's going to be, you're right, that's got to be more important than just the ketchup bottles and the local ties. And, and again, it's about loyalty to the city. You know, and, and the Roonies have been so loyal to the city of Pittsburgh. They've been so loyal to, when they when they step up, they want to say, hey, like, look, 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 Latrobe. They could have kept kept the uh, uh, the training camp at Akershore Stadium. They could have brought them back this year. But, like, no, no, that is our tradition. We're going out there. We're, we're reestablishing our connection with that community in Latrobe and St. Vincent College. You know, they believe in that, just like they believe in being in the middle of Pittsburgh and making sure they're paying Pittsburgh taxes. That's the other thing. You move out of Pittsburgh, you don't got to pay the city of Pittsburgh taxes. And that would, that would give them a move. But they're trying to be able to deal with that. And Mr. Rooney knows that as long as he's there, that ain't gonna happen. They ain't gonna they ain't gonna leave. But he knows that listen, there's too many billionaires out there that <laughs> they're gonna be like, you know what? I can make a couple million more over here versus versus in the city. Or pay a few million less in taxes. Yeah. Exactly. And let me let me just let me just get make this move happen. And then it inconveniences everybody else. And then you're saying, mm -hmm. wow, it's it, it, the, the, the stadium isn't in Pittsburgh anymore. And I didn't think that would happen. And then all of a sudden there's other things that happen. And then that starts to push it. It will lose the Pittsburgh feel to the Pittsburgh Steelers. This to mm -hmm. me, and with this deal, now now whoever takes it over after them, if it because again, it could be another Rooney that steps up. It might be, it might not be. But if it, whoever takes it over says, well, you know what? The current naming rights deal is pretty doggone good. And this situation here is what's getting us. Let's keep it here. Let's keep it in the city because this is what's making us so much money. If we take it out of the city, it might not make as much. That is what I think the Roonies are looking at right now to do. Now, Chris, I know you like to come up here and you give us these doom days. You make us all nervous, man. They all I'm saying is what's on the wall. They're getting rid of the room. I'm with you on all that. But look, we got to talk about the really important question, okay? Uh oh uh -oh. Listen, is the stadium moving or not? Ah, you know, that's down the line. Oh, is Mr. Rooney going to be here? Or not? Oh, that's down the line. What people need to know, though, Chris, what people need to know right don't now. Don't say the ketchup bottles. You dang go right. I need to know about the ketchup <laughs> bottles, man. Are we going to keep the ketchup? I like when we go to the red zone and that ketchup. It's the replay. <laughs> What's the sound it makes? <laughs> okay. So I need to know, Chris. I need to know. Are we still going to have the ketchup bottles, man? And if not, what are we replacing them with? Are we are we going to have insurance claims? Are we going with, man? Are they like... I need to know how are we celebrating? How are we making our red zone red zone-ish? Okay. Oh, Y'all are silly. Um, That's the important question we need to know. <laughs> listen, okay. I do think it's important that shortly after this announcement happened, H.J. Hines, the company, released a public statement saying we are still looking to establish a relationship and maintain a sponsorship with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And there'll be a partnership there. Don't know what that'll be, but we hope it's there. The Steelers themselves have said, you know, we're looking to you know, we're looking to sit to, to see if they're going to be there. And Mr. Rooney said we're working on something. Reading between the lines there. Hines is probably negotiating some way to still be a sponsor for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like when you see those Bud Light things up in the corners of the, of the stadium, the Bud Light zones where people can go and drink and stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I'd imagine that there's probably some money deal that they're working out and they're looking to maybe give it some time so that, you know, Acture Stadium can settle in and everyone thinks about that. And then maybe closer to the season, there's an announcement made that says, hey, the ketchup bottles are staying. Heinz is paying X amount of dollars, you know, mm -hmm. to keep them there. And it's still the Heinz red zone. Yeah. There we go. There, there we go. Because uh, I do think that that is a cool feature. And that's something that was always uniquely yeah. funny and quirky about, about the stadium. Um, and that's something that they'd like to keep. So I, I predict 
it, they will stay there somehow. And I think Akershaw will be like, look, we totally get it. It's fine. Um, you know, it, it gets more talk about the, the, the arena and gets people excited. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're staying there. I think uh, Ray Fittipato made a great joke is that it's going to be like, it's going to be a legend who gets those bottles and keeps them in their, in their backyard somewhere. And like, I want to bet, I want to bet on one. Right. Exactly. So like that, maybe that happens. Uh, I don't see, I, I really think Hines wants to keep that relationship. I think the Steelers want to keep a connection to it. And I think it's, it's one of those things that works out for both parties. So I, I, I think they stay up most. No doubt. No, okay. Cause I was, I mean, we say it jokingly, but no, seriousness, we do know that matters. You know yes, what I mean? It does. it does have an impact. It's almost like when you talk about renegade, like it's a part of the game day atmosphere. And when you talk about these mass changes, I could see a scenario if we're playing devil's advocate where after sure is like, nah, I want to have all of this because mm-hmm. I'm paying the 10 mil. We know that I'm receiving scrutiny for it. But then at the same time, you can see a scenario where they're like, you know what? No, nah, let's keep them in here, man. That might be our gift some to good, the fans. Some goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So, no, it was good to hear that. That's why I had to know, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call by you, Chris, because you're right. I mean, there's the Bud Light drinking deck. I don't know exactly what it's called. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's the, the Ford family zone or whatever it's called, right? I mean, there's there's a lot of different sponsorships attached to a, to a stadium and to game days and um, I'm I'm hopeful that they'll be able to work something out there as well too. That will uh, be a a welcome solution by all, both the natives and uh, and the, the corporate billionaires. Too many billionaires, as Chris Carter mentioned. He says there's too many billionaires. I'm in say, this man. You know what? They could add they could add the three of us what? to that list. I mean, there might be too many billionaires. Until it's, it's, it's the three of us, no, no. until the three of us get there, there no no way. I understand. I'm saying there, there are too many billionaires who do not care about yes, the absolutely. sentimentalities oh. that the Roonies the have brought to the to the, to the, to the to the. Again, that's what they've been beloved. For the almost the entire existence of 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 the NFL since 1933, even when the, when the Steelers were terrible, they called Mister you know the, the chief Art Rooney, uh, the you know the lovable loser and everything like that. There's always been a respect and and a, and a power there, you know. And who knows, you know, whenever that changes hands, if it ever does, you know, if if, if you're if you're in Pittsburgh, you want the Rooney to stick around because you know that yes. that family's always going to stick to your city. But you don't know it, it could it could be like Gordon Gecko, like you know, you want to be gobbled up by Attila the Hun, be my guest and stuff like that. And then <laughs> you're starting to talk about greed and corporate power and the, all of that has been away from the Steelers they don't have to deal with that why because they've made decisions but they know that, that hey if if it cha- ever changes hands if this happens we need to be prepared and this is a deal that helps them prepare for if that if, if that if a person that's more inclined to make those type of decisions comes along they see hey there is a lot of value in keeping this stadium where the Pittsburgh Steelers right play yeah. in the North yeah. Shore yeah, let's not do the Raiders thing, huh? And go from Oakland to LA, back to Oakland, now to Vegas. Let's... The Harrisburg Steelers. Y'all want that? No, that would never happen. The Johnstown Stillers. Oh, gosh. Ugh. No, you know how it goes. They would still be called the Pittsburgh Steelers. They would just be right. playing in Johnstown. Right. Like the, the San Francisco 49ers went an hour away. The Pittsburgh, like, bro. come see the Pittsburgh Steelers play in Grove City, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right. We got the Buffalo Bills in Orchard Park. In Orchard Park. <laughs> Don't, y'all don't want that. Trust me. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, Chris Carter, before we let you go here, just a couple more minutes. Uh, Motsi and I both gave our top 10 uh, edge rusher lists earlier in the show today. Oh you know, we've been we've been doing like a top 10. And don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to name your top 10. I was like, oh, I got to type really fast. Don't worry, don't worry. 
Um, on the spot. Give us. We've been, you know, in this in this off season time period here before we get to training camp, we've been picking a different position every show, doing a top ten list. You know, those things that we all do this time of year. We both had on our list Miles Garrett number two, T.J. Watt number one. Fair or are we just a bunch of black and gold homers? Listen, I, I've said this for years. T.J. Watt has been finishing above Miles Garrett for long enough in his career in the sacks department, the tackles department, the passes defense department, all the different things that he does, he does better than Miles Garrett. And that's not to say that Miles Garrett is some bad player. I think he's great. I think if T.J. Watt didn't exist, if this was like a wonderful life and T.J. Watt just didn't exist in the world, Miles Garrett would be the best edge rusher in football. But it is not that alternate dimension. This is prime earth. This is the place where T.J. Watt is dominating at the NFL right now. And until Miles Garrett gets 22 and a half sacks, I don't want to hear nothing about this guy. And you want to say, oh, he gets double team more, please. I've seen I've seen TJ Watt get double team plenty of times and even fight through the double teams while being held and still getting a crucial sack for his Pittsburgh Steelers. You're not crazy. You're not homers. That is legitimate, uh, legitimately an opinion. If you want to say that three years ago, I think there was more of a debate. But the last three years especially, TJ Watt has established himself as the best edge rusher and maybe even the best defensive player in the NFL. I like when you're on our side. That makes it easier for all of us, man. <laughs> I, I, Wes, you, you remember what I said? I said, look, I'm not even going to give you a whole, you know, drawn out explanation. He's the reigning depot. I like him. He's my teammate, plays for Pittsburgh, and I'm running a 3-4 defense. So That's everything that I needed right there aligned in it, I'm like, man, we don't, I don't have to go down the stats. The stats speaks for itself. We know that. The impact speaks for itself. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, it's TJ Watt. TJ. So one, so one more with this, Chris. Before we, before we let you go here, at least one more from my standpoint. I don't know. Moats might want to piggyback. Um, the uh, we also we agreed on that, right? TJ Watt number yeah, one, yeah. Miles Garrett number two. We both had Nick Bosa as number three as well too. And we kind of said with the caveat that we feel like those three are, you know, not a not a massive gap. But a, a step above everyone else on the list. Do you agree with that? Does does Nick Bosa belong in that same conversation? As is is the clear cut third, but still in that same group with with Garrett and with Watt. Nick Bosa certainly gets up there. You know, now that he's healthy, I think that's that that's that's the safe pick. You know, mm-hmm. both the Bosas are in that conversation as as far as those guys. Yeah, I, I think I'd go with Nick. I think that he'd still be still be in there. I, honestly, though, I, I wouldn't overlook Von Miller still playing a role in in the NFL. Mm. What he's about to do with the Buffalo Bills could be very interesting. This man has what won now two Super Bowls, and yeah. you look at like everyone early on with the Rams, he got traded there. People were like, "Man, he's he's just an old guy there." No, you saw him contributing especially down the stretch the bills could use a guy like that he may be 33 years old he may be out of his prime and on the back end of his career but that man is still dangerous at all times i would not take him over nick bosa being 24 years old and entering sure, his prime. sure sure but i but i would but i would consider Maybe for one game yeah exactly yeah i would consider him to be a guy that you should still keep around that top five conversation in the nfl uh you know and, and looking at guys but other guys that you could be looking out for chase young i think that you know as he gets as he gets mm-hmm. older he's yep. going to be a more refined player um who, who's going to continue to develop his his, his career i think a uh, trey hendrickson for the bengals i'm not sure he won't be in the top mm-hmm. five conversation but he'll put himself in the top 10 conversation i think after mm-hmm. this season um but yeah the bosa brothers keep him in your top five they're both up there and uh nick bosa especially if he can stay healthy he's a very dangerous yeah. man now, I did have one follow-up before, because I know, Wes, I got to remind you, you got a question that you got to ask both of us question. about Beach yeah. yeah. But prior to that, I did want to know this, though, Chris. Um, talking about Michael Parsons here, 
when I thought of obviously Khalil Mackman being first team all pro linebacker and DN, obviously Michael Parsons, I feel like he's in a similar conversation, right? In terms of the productivity at both positions, where would you have him based on his first season? Where would you put him amongst the outside guys, the edge rushers? Oh, you're saying if I threw Michael Parsons in as an if you edge threw rusher. Him in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As okay. That's he's got that dual classification. Because he's the dual thing, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's tough because I feel like part of my ranking would include the fact that he can be your off-ball linebacker and do all those yeah. things. But if I threw in there, he'd be – I think he'd still be an honorable mention. I think he'd still be a guy because he's not purely that. Like, you know, Cameron Jordan to me is still a bad man. You still got Khalil Mack, Ryan Burns. You know, all these all these guys. Max Crosby is a phenomenal player. Um those guys are settled into their positions. I think part of what, but I think a part of what makes Micah Parsons is that he is that kind of slash type of linebacker that you can move him between each spot. And it's like, is it fair to up to grade him higher than everyone else because he does something else there as an overall defensive player? Yes, absolutely. I'd put him there. But if you're talking purely at the edge rushing position and just based off those skills, I'd say he should be an honorable mention, but not in the top 10 of edge rushers. I love it. I love the love list season, baby. I love it. Woo! All right, gentlemen, we got about three minutes, two minutes left here. Here we go. I appreciate, here we go now. I appreciate the reminder from Moats. So as as Chris knows, as the majority of our listening audience knows, Motsi and I were were on vacation, uh, warmer destinations last week. Motsi in the Cayman Islands, myself, Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. A debate broke out amongst the Euler family at the beach. All right, and it, it lasted for the week, and I need your guys' answers. And pay attention here to how I frame the question, right, because that's important within the context. The question is quite simple that I want your guys' opinion on. Which of the following food items is more refreshing on a hot summer's day? Okay, that's the, that's the framing of it. Which is more refreshing on a hot summer's day? A burger fresh off the grill or a fresh deli meat cold cut sandwich of your choosing? I go with the burger. Oh, I was with the same. I go with the burger. I, 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 I could get a fresh deli sandwich all, all, you know, any, any day I want. I go to yeah, but it hits that. it hits different when it's 93 degrees outside this that cold true. cut when it's, sandwich. When it's hot out, when it's hot out, it does hit. But man, when it's hot and I, I have a burger, I'm still happy though. Like I'm in a happy place. Like I, 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 that might just be a personal thing. Like you know, I'm I'm like I'm like Iron Man's daughter and stuff. And I like cheeseburgers. That's my thing, baby. Still, yeah, yeah. I love I love you. I love cheeseburgers three thousand. That's what we say. Hey, hey Chris, I'm over here thinking like I've been to some very hot cookouts, right? Yeah. And I didn't want the refreshing drink or the watermelon. I wanted a burger. Let me get that cheeseburger. Let yep. me get that, get a little bacon on yep. that thing, like. Oh. Man, it's a burger. And you talk about what's on the grill, too. We, we ain't doing oh, it's yeah. on the stove. Nope. It's not it's the way, it's the grill burgers like in the summertime always good. I don't care how hot it gets. Oh, baby. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, I'm siding with the burger as well. Where, so, where did you stand? My, that was, yeah, that was, my, that was my burger was because, you know what, Motsi? I think I've said this on the show in the past during summers. I think the most refreshing food in the world is is a burger off the grill in the summertime. Dude, you so, can't go wrong with it, man. So 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 that is my answer, but like one B in that conversation. You make a, a you get some fresh boar's head cold cuts and you make that sandwich just like you like it with your condiments, with your lettuce, onion, tomato, whatever you want on there. It it it, it hits during the summertime. But I'm 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 go- burger off the grill, tough to beat. Tough. Cuz listen, 
I'll be refreshed with my Corona in my hand. With a, you know, like, come on, come on. I, 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 that's what I got. That's what you got drink for is to be refreshed. I, I came here to enjoy delectable meats and tasty grilledness. Like, I enjoy oh. cold cuts you can't grill. Hey, well, you Chris, could, but then they're not cold cut. cuts anymore. No, no, no. That's, that's my that's, point. That cold, cut, that cold cut is not going to provide with the nutrients that exactly. I need mm. as I'm hydrating with Tell the most beverages that I'm going to be oh, drinking, okay? You got you to have, have a West Euler, you gotta have a West Euler oh, cold man. cut sandwich, baby. How about the you guys forget, I did work at the Bellas for like two years, all right? So I'm a bit of a, oh. bit of a, bit of a sandwich artist as well as a cheeseburger guy as well, too. But. All right, you worked at the Bellas, but I've, I've, had, the bat- I've had the battle shit. Uh, I listen. I listen. I know cold, good cold set sandwiches. I know some good sandwiches. Look, look. And all I'm gonna say is this: I worked at Wendy's. That's why I cut my teeth. That's how I got. <laughs> That's my how you know the burgers. So when it when we talking burgers, baby, I know the burgers. <laughs> Chris Carter, always a pleasure for football <laughs> conversations and elsewhere. I worked. I worked at Wendy's. <laughs> Make sure you're subscribed to the Locked On Steelers podcast, checking out all of his work. Uh, Steelers Now, WPXI, here with us on SNR. CC, we appreciate your time as always, buddy. Thank you. That's going to do it for us today. We'll wrap this thing up. Thanks to Arthur Motes, the best co-host in the business. Who, me? And thanks to everybody for rocking with us, as always. Wednesday, we'll be back in the studio, so if you want to participate live with the show, get at us then. We'll talk to you then, as always. High noon on your 24-7, home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.